Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Mark Cologne Podcast. Yep, it's another episode, uh, basically Sunday morning. It's already one twelve in the morning, uh, sorry, uh, Yankees game went a little long, and, <clears throat> sorry, um, the event I was at took a little longer as well, so, uh, Sorry for sorry for the delay, but people, I'm here now. I am here doing the thing I love the most, and it is this podcast. Yep. I'm not going to give you the results <clears throat> of last week's uh, AEW Dynamite and NXT, but I'll give you this week's. I definitely will give you this week's. I'll give you last week's SmackDown, <clears throat> but um, yeah, it was all fun. Uh, went on the road Thursday night, got there Thursday night as well. On the way, I was keeping up with the New England Patriots and Giants game. Um, my Yankees will not be going to the World Series; they lost tonight, so uh, I'm a little bummed out. Um, what else happened? Uh, my Eagles got their butts whooped. Uh. Mm, whole bunch of things that we'll talk about, but overall, uh, we had the baby shower. A lot of gifts, and a lot of gifts that were very surprising, at least. Um, but it was perfect. Oh, my God. It was, uh, I just loved how people just, a lot of people showed up, and everybody was, was a family, you know? So, I loved it. I truly did. <clears throat> but let's talk about Friday Night SmackDown, ladies and gentlemen. Bailey descents into madness leads to title change. Yeah, that's right. You heard it here. <clears throat> Bailey defeated Charlotte Flair to via pinfall to win the SmackDown Women's Championship, and she grabbed the mic and told the crowd. Screw all of you. There were some extra words in there, but I'm not going to repeat them. Um, I think this was good. New haircut, new uh, intro um, intro entrance for Bailey. So, uh, I like I like Hill Bailey. Let's see what they do with her. Uh, Brock Lesnar and Cain Velasquez, war of words. Cain Velasquez says he will give Brock Lesnar another scar on his other eye. This is very interesting. Let's see what will happen when these two collide. These mammal of men. Let's see what happens when these two men collide. <clears throat> what else happened on SmackDown? Seth Rollins defeated Roman Reigns via the squ- via disqualification thanks to The Fiend. Um, King Corbin defeated Shorty Gable via pinfall. The New Day defeated the OC via pinfall. <laughs> So that was SmackDown, ladies and gentlemen. That was SmackDown. Um, all right, let's go with AEW Dynamite this week. Let's talk about it, ladies and gentlemen. It was uh, very interesting. Uh, and here we are. Darby Allen pushes Chris Jericho to the limit, but Chris Jericho retains via the squad. Uh, sorry, via submission. Defeating Darby Allen to retain the title. 
Um, I feel like Chris Jericho had to get a uh, he had to retain before he defends it against Cody. Definitely, I feel like, I feel like that's uh for sure. So uh, yeah. What else happened? John Moxley is a one man show. Kenny Omega and Adam Hangman Page defeated John Moxley and Pac via pinfall. <clears throat> um, what else happened on AEW Dynamite AEW Tag Team Championship Tournament first round? SCU Kazarian and Scorpio Sky defeated the best friends via pinfall. Santana and Ortiz defeated John Oliver. I mean, John, <laughs> wow, John Oliver. John Silver and Alex Reynolds via pinfall. A well-produced video package aired focusing on <clears throat> a Cody Rhodes challenge for Chris Jericho's championship at full gear. AEW Women's Championship World Championship was on the line. Rio defeated Britt Baker via pinfall. After a roll-up. To successfully retain her championship. Then the AEW Tag Team Championship Tournament first round. Lucha Bros defeated Marco Stunt and Jungle Boy via pinfall. Um, Alright, that was uh, AEW Dynamite, ladies and gentlemen. Then we go to WWE NXT. <clears throat> Let's talk about it. Um. Tommaso Ciampa defeated Angel Garcia via pinfall um, in his first match back. Um, Undisputed Era attacks Velveteen Dream. Um, Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartle defeated Oni Larkin, <clears throat> Larkin and Danny Birch via pinfall. Johnny Gargano is unsure how he feels about Ciampa. Io Shiari defeated Caden Carter via pinfall. Keith Lee versus Dominic. De, De, I'm not going to even try to say his name. That match uh, ended in a no contest. Matt Riddle defeated Bronson Reed via pinfall. Tegan <clears throat> Knox defeated Tanara via pinfall. Finn Balor will return next week. Killian Dane defeated Boa via pin, uh, submission. Damian Priest defeated Pete Dunn via pinfall. Um, and uh, yep, <clears throat> that was NXT. NXT was very exciting, very uh, pretty good show. Now we'll, we'll go to ladies and gentlemen. Um, Friday night SmackDown, Monday night Raw. We'll talk about both both shows. We'll talk about how uh, how they both went. We'll talk about that. So let's get to it because, uh, like you guys know, it's the draft. Yeah, baby, it's the draft, ladies and gentlemen. And the draft is where it went down. I was I was um not too impressed but not too disappointed with the draft to be honest. Um it was it wasn't as bad it was as people were saying. It could have definitely been a lot better, but um you know we don't always get things how we want how we want to get things, you know. So um let let's let's get into it.
at least, so we could talk about this. All right, um, WWE Raw results. Uh, Seth Rollins enters the Firefly Funhouse. Raw opened up by visit, revisiting the events leading up to what would become one of the most infamous pay-per-view event finishes in re- recent memory. In in Universal Champion Seth Rollins versus the challenger The Fiend Bray Wyatt at Hell in a Cell. The video montage concluded with the footage from this past Friday on SmackDown where The Fiend emerged from underneath the ring to attack Rollins during his show opening bout with Roman Reigns. In a backstage interview with Charlie Caruso a short time later, Rollins was asked about the unresolved issues between he and The Fiend. This is where Rollins revealed that he would be going Fiend hunting on Raw to find Wyatt and to end this once and for all. Later in the evening, it was announced that Rollins will defend the Universal title against The Fiend in a false Count Anywhere match at Crown Jewel. An episode of Firefly Funhouse aired in the final segment of the evening. Wyatt praised Rollins as being smart and strong, but he said the Fiend never forgets. Rollins showed up in the Funhouse and began pummeling Wyatt, who at one point in near tears pleaded with Rollins to stop. Rollins continued the beating and then he vowed to burn it down, which he literally did. Rollins lit the table on fire, flipped it, and the Firefly Funhouse went up in flames while flashes of the Fiend appeared on the screen and his maniacal laugh took us off the air to close out this week's episode. Um, I feel like Seth Rollins made a mistake by burning down the Fiend's home. Um... It's going to get very, 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 very dark from here. Now, yes, The Fiend. Excuse me. I'll say the other draft picks, but The Fiend was drafted to SmackDown, so I don't know how this will exactly work. But they have him on Raw for now. Um, I think some way he gets traded or something. Something happens. But I think The Fiend best works on Raw. But like I said, we'll see what happens. Um, it's very interesting. And it will continue to get interest, interesting. But Seth Rollins definitely made a big mistake. And uh, it's it's going to go downhill for Seth Rollins from now on. Um, I feel like Seth Rollins is stale, like I've been saying for the past couple uh, weeks, um, nearly a month. Um, I believe Seth Rollins needs to drop that title to The Fiend or a hotter superstar than him. I definitely believe that. Um, Crown Jewel contract signing between uh, Braun Strowman, Jerry the King Lawler, and Tyson Fury took place. Moderated by Jerry the King Lawler, a a contract signing took place for the Crown Dual matchup between Braun Strowman and the Lionel heavyweight boxing champion of the world, Tyson Fury. Strowman began at the table by calling out Fury for attempting to steal the WWE spotlight by showing up at the SmackDown on Fox premiere. He vowed to deliver Fury his first loss at Crown Jewel. Both men signed the contract before Fury said he was at the premiere with his kids to show support for Strowman. The heavyweight champ said that that's, 
that he's out of his element in any ring, and he promised to knock Strowman out in Saudi Arabia. The two men stood face-to-face across the table from one another before Strowman broke the table with his bare hands. Fury, after a few awkward attempts, broke the pen in half in front of Strowman's face before walking off. Um... I don't know what happened there with Fury that he couldn't <laughs> he couldn't break the pen. But you gotta try harder, Fury. You can't you can't just go down like that, buddy. <laughs> what else happened on Raw? Becky Lynch defeated Charlotte Flair via pinfall. Andrade defeated Ali via pinfall. Raw Tag Team Championships were on the line. The Viking Raiders defeated Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode via pinfall to win the titles. Okay. Definitely wanted to talk about this. I'm very happy. I'm very excited for for the Viking Raiders. I said it all along. I didn't believe it was gonna happen, but hey, it did, and um, I'm happy for it. I'm happy that uh, the Viking Raiders are the new tag team champions, and uh, hopefully, maybe a feudal AOP or one of the strong tag teams in the division. We'll give him a run for the money. Um, Alistair Black defeated Eric Young via submission. The OC attacked the Street Profits. The Street Profits backstage. Ricochet defeated Shelton Benjamin via pinfall. Lana was shown getting a massage, and the therapist was eventually replaced by Bobby Lashley. Buddy Murphy defeated Cedric Alexander via pinfall. The Kabuki Warriors defeated Lacey Evans and Natalia via pinfall. All right. That was your Monday Night Raw. Now we go to SmackDown. Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns team up again. A bit of Twitter trash talk set up Roman Reigns shot at Shinsuke Nakamura's Intercontinental Championship match after the events of the WWE draft. In the background of it all, King Corbin was throwing his own written barbs at Reigns in his status as SmackDown's first draft pick. The match between Nakamura and Reigns for the IC title kicked off SmackDown. The Intercontinental Championship was on the line. Roman Reigns defeated Shishke Nakamura via disqualification following interference. From Baron Corbin, Reigns brought out one of the better matches from Nakamura over the past year with the two engaging in a good back-and-forth contest with Sami Zayn on commentary when things appeared to be getting out of hand for Nakamura. Corbin ran in and hit Reigns with his King of the Ring scepter. A match was soon made featuring Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Baron Corbin in the night's main event. Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns defeated Baron Corbin and Shisuke Nakamura via pinfall when Bryan hit Nakamura with a running knee. The tag match was solid enough but didn't seem to serve a large purpose as Bryan and Reigns went clean and shook hands after the victory. Um, Something's going to happen here. I feel it. So they're still going. I thought, all right, they're going to move on from the Reigns and Bryan deal. But what I think is going to happen here, I think, w, like I've always said, WWE is swerving us with this with this feud. I watched um, an interview Roman Reigns did about a year, probably two years ago. Um, 
and Roman Reigns said, um, if I would, if you, if fans want to see me turn heel, WWE put me in a feud with Daniel Bryan. Yeah, he came back from cancer or whatnot, whatever the case is, but that's over with. Roman Reigns don't got cancer no more. He's cleared. He's been doing all right. So I, like I said, what I think is going to happen here is Roman Reigns, ladies and gentlemen, will will turn his back on Daniel Bryan. Seeing the handshake, Roman Reigns does not look convinced at all. So what he might do is. Yeah, I turn my back on you before you would do it on me. And I don't have a problem with a heel Roman Reigns right now. Um, Actually, I went this to Friday thinking he was going to win the Intercontinental Championship until I see some tweets from him throwing jabs at Baron Corbin and whatnot. So that right there, that's when that happened. I was like, "Yeah, Baron Corbin, Baron Corbin's gonna interfere." That's for sure. So, uh, but hey, if I feel like if Daniel Bryan turns on Roman Reigns, I'd be like, "Okay." But if Roman Reigns was to turn on Daniel Bryan, that would be oh man, the fans would go crazy. I'm telling, you, telling you right now, the heat Roman Reigns would get would be tremendous. Bailey explains her actions, gets new number one contender. Bailey and Sasha Banks appeared on the edition of Miz TV with Bailey explaining her actions from last week. Bailey explains she destroyed the Bailey buddies because they defined her for her entire career. All she'd done throughout her career was give the fans was give to the fans through hugs and headbands and high fives. She said but what was given her in return? No one was there for her when she lost her title at Hell in a Cell and was heartbroken that she didn't need anyone to be there for her when she regained the title from Charlie Flair last week. After offering life advice to the fans in the arena, life sucks and then you die, Nikki Cross came out to start the festivities that were the number one contender six-pack challenge. Nikki Cross defeated Dana Brooke via pinfall Carmella Sonya Deville. Mandy Rose, and Lacey Evans to become the new number one contender to the SmackDown Women's Championship after nailing Brooke with a Fisherman's <clears throat> neckbreaker. Cross got the main promo to interrupt Bailey, so it felt like she was the favorite to take the win. The action was solid throughout the match before the quick finish to put Cross in position to challenge for the belt. Um... This is interesting to see Nikki Cross going up against Bailey. I, I believe Bailey will retain, but you never know. But I don't know. It's it's weird. But who knows what will happen? You know. Uh, what else happened on SmackDown? New Day and Heavy Machinery defeated the Revival and Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode via pinfall. Shorty Gable defeated Curtis Axel via submission. Hulk Hogan appeared via Skype to discuss. Seth Rollins being removed as his team captain against Ric Flair's team at Crown Jewel. He mentioned being impressed by Gable and Ali and promised an announcement of his new captain before the end of the show. And the payoff turned out to be none other than Roman Reigns, which is no surprise. Who else would they have as team captain? So, um, Braun Strowman defeated Drew Gulak. Via pinfall and sent a message 
to Tyson Fury. So those were the results from SmackDown and Raw, NXT, and AEW Dynamite this week, ladies and gentlemen. And let's go to WWE Rumors, baby. Yes, we're going to talk about it. We will talk about it. Kurt Angle says it's hard for him to watch WWE right now. Hmm. Well, well, well. All right. Here it is. Rumor Roundup, ladies and gentlemen. Charlotte Flair plans Undertaker, King Velasquez, Dynamite, and more. The current plan is for Charlotte Flair to be a babyface, according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. They also say that although he was advertised at one point, Undertaker will not be working Crown Jewel. Per the Observer, Cain Velasquez will be alongside Rey Mysterio for at least the next month, and then it's unclear what happens after that. PW Insider notes the Warner Media is very, very happy with the ratings AEW Dynamite has done on TNT so far. They also say Stardom's Sale to New Japan's parent company won't change its wrestlers from working with Ring of Honor. Uh, <clears throat> it's interesting. And I read a report earlier today that uh, Sasha Banks may be uh, babyface as well on SmackDown. So um, we'll see what happens there. There's a lot of changes being made by WWE right now. Um, and it's, you know, slowly slowly moving moving the way... Uh, they they want they want you know <clears throat> so um i'm pulling up my page so i can tell you about the recent news that's been going around this past week i'm not going to give you both weeks cuz uh then no that would be doing too much people yeah all right <sighs> sorry it's late <laughs> Um, <clears throat> so we talked about the title match at Crown Jewel. Um, Mike Canales re- request release from WWE, but Maria has not requested her release. Um, Paul Heyman is extremely high on Buddy Murphy, which who wouldn't be? Um, Tyson Fury is getting paid $15 million for match at Crown Jewel. Eric Bischoff replaced as Eric as uh, executive director, and he was replaced by Bruce Pritchard. Um, I guess uh, I heard he didn't have much of a role on SmackDown anyway, so, uh, you know, who knows what happened there. Becky Lynch recently spoke with Forbes when she was asked about how she felt about the controversial finish to The Fiend versus Seth Rollins. She replied, it's hard being a wrestling fan sometimes. We're all just going out there doing our best to entertain you guys. We want you to enjoy yourself, and it hurts when you don't like it. We feel your pain. We're all in this together. I'll do all I can. Just tune into my Twitter. I'll be entertaining there. Uh, okay, Becky, yeah. <clears throat> well, Roman, Roman Reigns had a, had a comment, too, on, uh, about the finish, and <clears throat> he spoke with Forbes, 
and he was asked how he felt about the finish of the Fiend versus Seth Rollins at Hell in a Cell. He replied, I think you, you should express your opinions, but it doesn't hurt anybody if you have a shred of respect, have respect for the performers who were out there killing themselves for you. I didn't like the Hell in a Cell finish either, but I wasn't about to cuss some guys out who got hit in the head over and over. Bray Wyatt put his health on the line to entertain some fans to the best of his ability. I didn't like it, but I respect Bray's effort and willingness to go out there and do what you have to do. So if you can, just a little bit of respect. <clears throat> you know, uh, then we had WWE backstage this week. Uh, Triple H appeared to announce a big move, which was Bliss and Cross traded a SmackDown. I, I mean, I thought it was going to be a bigger move, but hey. It's not a bad move as well. So, Sheamus is reportedly due to return soon. Um, they're saying possibly next week, but we've heard this f- for a while already. Um, when I see it, I'll believe it. Let's put it. Let's put it like that. Mysterio the team with Velasquez for match in Mexico. Wow, that's that's pretty big. That's pretty big. Um, does WWE need to go P- uh, TV 14 again? Um, I, I understand why fans might feel this way, but, um, I don't know. I don't know if you want to go back to that, especially there's so many kids that watch nowadays, people. It's, to go back to go back to that um that era is so hard and um I mean hey you want to try it out go ahead um but I don't know I leave it how it is just work on your product work work on your wrestlers and just move forward that way I wouldn't try to mess mess with things too much you know um. It's hard, people. It's hard. Um, well, you know, I'm going to give you my crown. Ju- not the predictions. No, too early for that. I'm going to give you um, the card with the matches that's, that has been uh, <clears throat> been announced so far. We have to, not this week coming up, but the week after that. Um, it falls on Halloween, so... Uh, we got Brock Lesnar versus King Velasquez for the WWE Championship. Um, Braun Strowman versus Tyson Fury. Seth Rollins versus Bray Wyatt for the Universal Championship. Tag Team Turmoil World Cup Best Tag Team in the World Match. The teams involved are the New Day Viking Raiders, Heavy Machinery, Lucha House Party, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, The Revival, The OC, Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, and The B Team. I'm hoping they put the Usos in there too, um, but it's a big hoping. Maybe they put the AOP as well. Um, Then we have Team Flair versus Team Hogan's. Right now, Team Flair consists of Randy Orton, King Corbin, Shishuke Nakamura, and Bobby Lash, Bobby Lashley, and a wrestler to be announced on Raw this week. While Team Hogan consists of 
Roman Reigns, Rusev Ali, Shorty G, and Ricochet. Then we have Mansoor versus Cesaro. Um, if you guys don't know Mansoor, he is a Saudi wrestler. So um, we'll see what happens. Um, and now I can, while I talk to you about this, I'll pull up the draft results. But yeah, um, to be honest, the Saudi Arabia card is not looking bad at all. Um, I don't know what time they'll give it. I'll probably be working around the time. They usually give it like at 12 or 1. So, but hey, when I come home, I can just watch it. So, yeah. You know, that's, that's the good thing, people. About these shows when they go to Saudi Arabia, which they usually do Thursday or Fridays, which usually is Friday, but they put it Thursday this time. All right, but I do have the draft results, and here it is: um, the raw, the raw men, men, the raw men that were drafted to Raw were Seth Rollins, AJ Styles. Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Ricochet, Bobby Lashley, Kevin Owens, Andrade, with Selena Vega, Rusev, Alistair Black, Samoa Joe, Rey Mysterio, R-Truth, EC3, Eric Young, Sincara, Cedric Alexander, Humberto Carrillo, Eric Rowan, Buddy Murphy, Jinder Mahal, Akira Tozawa, Shelton Benjamin, and Titus O'Neil. SmackDown, we have Brock Lesnar, Shinsuke Nakamura with Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, Kofi Kingston, Part of the New Day, Daniel Bryan, Ali, The Miz, King Corbin, Shorty Gable, Elias, Apollo Crews, Drew Gulak, and Heat, uh, Heat Slater. The woman for Raw would be Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss, Natalia, Nikki Cross, Charlotte Flair, Zelina Vega, Kabucky Warriors, and Liv Morgan. SmackDown women's are Bailey, Sasha Banks, Lacey Evans, Tamina, and Carmella. Um, the Raw tag teams are the Viking Raiders, the OC, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, the Street Profits, and AOP. SmackDown will be the Revival, New Day, Dolph Ziggler, and Robert Roode, Lucha House Party, and Heavy Machinery, and B-Team. Um, remaining superstars that are undrafted are Cesaro, Luke Harper, Apollo Crews, Mojo Rowley, No Way Jose. Um, undrafted women are Dana Brooke, The Iconics, Billy Kay, and Peyton Royce. Uh, Sarah Logan, Fire and Desire, Mandy Rose, and Sonya Deville. Undrafted tag teams um, are Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. <clears throat> Um, then we have unlisted and draft pools are the Usos, Jeff and Matt Hardy, Sheamus, Leo Rush, Naomi, uh, Laura Sullivan, Lana, Mike and Maria Canellis, Nia Jax, Mickey James, Ruby Riot, Alicia Fox, The Ascension, and The Colognes. Part-time, likely ineligible, Cain Velasquez, John Cena, Ronda Rousey, and The Undertaker. Um... So yeah, that's that's what it is, people. Um, some of some of these teams have been picked up. I just don't have the info here, but you guys know who has been picked up or not. So, um, 
Yep, those were the draft results, and now we can move on to hockey, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about the National Hockey League, ladies and gentlemen. Scores all around, scores all around, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get to it. Let's talk about it. Um, last week I couldn't. I was, you know, t- I'm still a little tired here because uh, pretty late. But I can give you the scores, <clears throat> and I'll give you into the schedule for upcoming week. Um, so Devils beat the Canucks one to zero. Canadians beat Blues five to two. Coyotes beat Senators 5-2. Maple Leafs beat the Bruins 4-3 overtime. Avalanche beat the Lightning 6-2. Stars beat the Flyers 4-1. Golden Knights beat the Penguins 3-0. Icelanders beat the Blue Jackets 3-2. Panthers beat the Predators 3-2. And final shootout. Kings beat the Flames 4-1. Sabres beat the Sharks 4-3. Um... Tomorrow, the Canucks and Rangers at 1, Canadians and Wild at 5, Capitals and Blackhawks at 7, Oilers and Jets at 7, Flames and Ducks at 9. Monday, we have the Blue Jackets going up against the Maple Leafs at 7, Golden Knights versus the Flyers at 7, Avalanche versus the Blues at 8, Senators versus Stars at 8.30. Tuesday, we have the Maple Leafs versus the Bruins at 7. Sharks versus Sabres at 7. Penguins versus the Panthers at 7. Coyotes versus Rangers at 7. Red Wings versus the Canucks at 7.30. Ducks versus Predators at 8 o'clock. Oilers versus Wild at 8 o'clock. Kings versus Jets at 8 o'clock. Golden Knights versus the Blackhawks at 8.30. Capitals versus Flames at 9. Then we have Wednesday. We have the Red Wings going up against the Senators at 7.30. Penguins versus Lightning at 8. Thursday, we have the Sharks versus Canadians at 7. Coyotes versus Icelanders at 7. Sabres versus Rangers at 7. Excuse me. Hurricanes versus Blue Jackets at 7. Kings versus Blues at 8. Wild versus Predators at 8. Flyers versus Blackhawks at 8.30. Ducks versus Stars at 8.30. Panthers versus Flames at 9. Capitals versus Oilers. All right, that's, uh, I got to pull up the other schedule. Couple good games. Couple, I see my Blackhawks play a couple good games this, uh, this week. I always like to watch the Blackhawks versus the Flyers. Um, so, you know, you know how it goes, people. All right. Um, now, Friday, right? Yeah, Friday, um, Colorado versus Vegas, San Jose versus Toronto, uh, 6 and 7, Arizona versus New Jersey at 7, Icelanders versus Ottawa. At 7.30, Buffalo versus Detroit at 7.30, Washington versus Vancouver at 10. Saturday, Chicago versus Carolina at 1, St. Louis versus Boston at 7, Toronto versus Montreal at 7, 
Nashville versus Tampa Bay at 7, Columbus versus Philadelphia at 7, Pittsburgh versus Dallas at 8, Los Angeles versus Minnesota at 8, Anaheim versus Colorado at 9, Calgary versus Winnipeg at 10. Those are the games from this from this Sunday from this Sunday to next Saturday. So, yep, those are the scores, those are the games coming up. All right, and we can talk about Major League Baseball. We can talk about how my Yankees lost tonight and they got eliminated. They're going home and the Astros are going to the World Series, ladies and gentlemen. It's a sad day. It's a sad day um, for me. Sad night. Um, You know, um, Yankees need pitching. And Yankees, um, they just... They don't. They don't have it in in them right now. You know, um, the heading was awful. Um, some some of the things we didn't do, and Altuve hits a walk off winner to send the Astros to the World Series to go up against the Washington Nationals now, and it it's a bummer. It's it's really a bummer. You know, Game One Tuesday, Nationals at Houston. Um, and I just I'll. This year was supposed to be our year to uh to go to move on, you know. Um and that's what really saddens me. Um people I I'm a, I'm a, I'm really at a loss for words. Cuz like I said, um I really I really thought we had that we had I thought we were going to take it People, I really thought we were gonna take it. It was, it was ours for the given, you know. Um, so, and for us not to take that opportunity and get to the promised land is what really hurt. So, um, yeah, yeah. I believe last time I talked about the scores, Cardinals. Cardinals had uh, won the series, and so did Washington. Cardinals won 13-1, and uh, Nationals won 7-3. Cardinals eliminated Braves, and Nationals eliminated the Dodgers. Um, Then uh, October 10th, the Astros beat Rays 6-1 to advance to face my sorry Yankees. All right, then uh, NL... CS game one, Washington leading one to zero after taking a two to zero win against the Cardinals. All right, game two, Nationals won again three to one, take a two zero series lead, and then uh, game one, Yankees won seven to zero, so they're leading one to zero. Um, then October thirteenth, the same day I was coming back, we lose one. Two zero to the Houston Astros. Um, October fourteenth, Nationals beat the Cardinals eight to one. Now they take a three to zero, three to zero series lead up on the Cardinals. Um, October fifteenth, Astros beat the Yankees four to one to take a two one series lead. 
And the Nationals beat the Cardinals 7-4. And the Nationals advance to the World Series. Right? Uh, then October 16th, the Astros and Yankees game gets postponed. October 17th, the Astros beat the Yankees 8-3. Houston leads 3-1. October 18th, the Yankees went 4-1 to survive Houston Lee's series Against the Yankees, three to two, and tonight Astros beat the Yankees in a walk-off win, six to four, to advance to the World Series. Um, and now I'm gonna give you um the schedule. I'm gonna give you guys the schedule for uh the World Series. So now it's uh representing the the American League is the Houston Astros. Representing the National League is the Washington Nationals. You guys know I'm going to give my predictions on that. Um, Tuesday, October 22nd, we have Washington Nationals going up against the Houston Astros. Um, then Wednesday, October 23rd, we have the Washington Nationals going up against the Houston Astros. Game two. Game three will be Friday, October 25th. Houston Astros going up against the Washington Nationals. Game four. Um, and these are all eight. eight Eight o'clock games, eight oh eight, eight oh seven games. Um, but then Houston Astros going up against the Washington Nationals Sunday, October twenty seventh. Um, game five of the World Series, Houston Astros at the Washington Nationals again. Tuesday, October twenty ninth, game six if necessary. Same thing with game five. Um, Washington Nationals going up against the Houston Astros at their home. Then Wednesday, October 30th, World Series Game 7 if necessary. Washington Nationals going up against the Houston Astros. And my pick for this is um, not only just because uh, Houston Astros defeated us. It's not only because of that, but it's also my big thing is Houston has won it. And Washington, they're on a hot streak right now. So I, what I believe is, I believe the the Nationals will at least win the six or seven games. I'm gonna go with seven games, but I do believe the Washington Nationals, they have it all, um, and I believe they can defeat uh Houston in seven games to uh win their first World Series, to be in their first World Series and win it. Um, like I said, Houston won it not so long ago, what two three years ago. So I feel like. Uh, Washington has the better edge to just, you know, take over. Um, cause they're probably, they're most likely going to be the underdogs in this series. Um, but Houston is definitely a good, well, uh, machine, uh, good. At least we didn't lose to a uh, sorry playoff team that got lucky. We lost to a team that's very dominant. Um, but with that being said, uh, I st- I'm still going to go with Washington in seven. And if, if Houston were to win, I believe Houston would win in five. I definitely believe if anything were to happen, they would win in five. Um, so yeah, that's 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 about it. Um, so right now, WWE, WWE, sorry, <clears throat> NBA is the, the NBA is dealing with uh. China right now they're having some um, problems over there, but um, hopefully it can uh, it could get solved with you know 
Um, it's, it's not good for the NBA. It's definitely, it's definitely not good for the NBA. Um, when you have an owner making comments and then other people making comments, it's like, uh, come on, guys, you can't just focus on basketball. Don't get into the uh, all this other nonsense that's going on around the NBA. Um, other than that, Zion Williamson got injured in his knee again, but he's to be reevaluated this weekend. I'm guessing uh, tonight, today. Um, he's supposed to be out for a couple weeks, but, um, I guess they're going to check it again, so, yeah, um, couple things going on, people, not that much, not much things going on in the NBA, we're just getting ready for, uh, for basketball season. You got the Raptors and Siakam agree on a four-year extension. Snyder agrees to extension with the Jazz. Um, the Hawks exercise options on Collins. Yeah, um, John Collins, Trey Young, and Kevin Herter. Um, Lakers um, the, have the best duo in Hollywood in the league itself. Um, it's very exciting, people. Zion expected to miss, like I was saying, a p- p- uh, period of weeks to start the season, which is not good. Bradley Beal signs extension with the Wizards, so he's not a free, he will not become a free agent this upcoming season. Um, yeah, so... Bulls signed Wolf Dang, who retires from the NBA. A lot of a lot of things going on right now in the NBA. Not that much, you know, but little things that people don't look look at, look into. Um, but yeah, it's exciting, exciting time for for the NBA. So uh, I still got to make my NBA at least for Yahoo Sports. I got to make my NBA drafting. Probably do that tonight. Um, I did it for ESPN. I usually just do one or two. I do football. I do like five or ten, just because football you can just football football. But when it comes to uh, when it comes to uh, basketball, baseball, hockey, it's kind of harder to manage. I never really got the like the hang of it. So yeah, and uh. World Series starts October twenty second, and so does uh, so does the basketball season. Two games, two games, uh, two games uh for the basketball season on Tuesday, October twenty second, will be the New Orleans Pelicans going up, going into Toronto to face against the Raptors. Um, then that's at eight o'clock p.m. Eastern time. Eastern Time on TNT. Then at ten thirty p.m. Eastern Time on TNT, we got the Lake Los Angeles Lakers going up against the Los Angeles Clippers. That should be a great one. I'm not gonna watch it because I gotta work the next day, but I'll uh, definitely check out the highlights or rewatch the game. That should be a good one. Um, the Chicago Bulls play the day after Wednesday. They play a seven up play against uh, the Hornets. So uh, 
should be exciting. Uh, I'll give you guys uh, that week until Saturday. I'll give you the scores. Uh, but uh, for the Tuesday games, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to say Pelicans are going to beat the Raptors. They're going to surprise a lot of people. And I'm going to say the Lakers are definitely going to beat the Clippers. Uh, I just see LeBron and Anthony Davis being too much for Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers. I don't think Paul George is playing because of his shoulder still healing. So, uh, yeah, I believe uh, Lakers do get the win. Um, then we have uh, sh- sh- our Wednesday, October 23rd, Chicago Bulls going up against the Charlotte Hornets, 7 o'clock. Detroit Pistons going up against the Indiana Pacers at 7 Cleveland Cavaliers going up against the Orlando Magic at 7. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves going up against the Brooklyn Nets at 7.30. Memphis Grizzlies going up against the Miami Heat at 7.30. Boston Celtics going up against the Philadelphia 76ers at 7.30. On ESPN, that should be a great one. Um, I believe Celtics will probably pull out the W. Um, it's going to take a while for Sixers to play together and get hot. Um and we have the Washington Wizards going up against the Dallas Mavericks at 8.30. New York Knicks going up against the San Antonio Spurs at 8.30. Oklahoma City Thunder going up against the Utah Jazz at 9. Sacramento Kings going up against the Phoenix Suns at 10. Denver Nuggets going up against the Portland Trailblazers at 10. On ESPN, then uh, Thursday, October 24th, we have the Atlanta Hawks going up against the Detroit Pistons at 7. Milwaukee Bucks going up against the Houston Rockets at 8. LA Clippers going up against the Golden State Warriors at 10.30. Both games I just announced are on TNT. Um, Toronto Raptors going up against the Boston Celtics at 7. Minnesota Timberwolves going up against the Charlotte Hornets at 7. Um... Knicks going up against the Nets at 7.30. Bulls going up against the Memphis Grizzlies at 8. Dallas Mavericks going up against the New Orleans Pelicans at 8 o'clock. Or ESPN. Washington Wizards going up against the Oklahoma City Thunder at 8. Phoenix Suns going up against the Denver Nuggets. Portland Trailblazers going up against the Sacramento Kings. Utah Jazz going up against the Los Angeles Lakers on ESPN. Then Saturday, we have the Miami Heat going up against the Milwaukee Bucks. Philadelphia 76ers going up against the Detroit Pistons at 7 o'clock. Orlando Magic going up against the Atlanta Hawks at 7.30. Boston Celtics going up against the New York Knicks at 7.30. Indiana Pacers going up against the Cleveland Cleveland Cavaliers at 8. Toronto Raptors going up against the Bulls at 8. New Orleans Pelicans going up against the Houston Rockets at 8. Washington Wizards going up against the San Antonio Spurs at 8.30. Sacramento Kings going up against the Utah Jazz at 9. LA Clippers going up against the Phoenix Suns at 10. Those are uh, until uh, Saturday games. Should be a pretty good season, pretty action-packed and whatnot. Should be good, people. Should be good. Uh, should definitely be good. And now we can go to the NFL. We can talk about this. We can talk about the schedules. That's what we'll talk about. Well, schedule scores. We'll talk about it all. All right. So then we can call it a wrap. Yep. All right. Um. 
couple couple good games this week. So yeah, we're gonna talk about a couple good games this week, ladies and gentlemen. It's a uh, little action packed. Um, I don't remember where we. Yeah, I do remember where we left off because I haven't been able to tell you about the scores, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's get to it. Um, New England Patriots beat the New York Football Giants thirty-five to fourteen. Brady passed Peyton Manning for second most pass yards in NFL history. Um, the Carolina Panthers beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers thirty-seven to twenty-six in London. Kyle Allen is five and zero and starts since two thousand and eighteen zero and nine in other games. The Baltimore Ravens beat the Cincinnati Bengals 23-17. Bengals are only six for first time since 2008. The Seattle Seahawks beat the Cleveland Browns 32-28. Seattle's 3-0 on the road to begin season for the first time since 1980. The New Orleans Saints beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 13-6. Teddy Bridgewater won seven of the last eight row starts. The Houston Texans beat the Kansas City Chiefs 31-24. Carlos Hyde, first 100-yard rush game since Week 2, 2017. The Washington Redskins defeated the Miami Dolphins 17-16. First win in Miami in franchise history, previously 0-5. The Minnesota Vikings stomped all over my Philadelphia Eagles 38-20. Stephon Diggs. Three receiving touchdowns, career high. Arizona Cardinals defeated the Atlanta Falcons 34-33. Falcons are 1-5 to start for the first time since 2007. San Francisco 49ers defeated the LA Rams 22-7. 49ers are 5-0 start for the first time since 1990. The Denver Broncos defeated Tennessee Titans 16-0. First shutout by the Broncos since week 14, 2017. The New York Jets defeated the Dallas Cowboys 24-22. Cowboys lost three straight games for the first time since 2017. How about them Cowboys, huh? Yeah. Cowboys ain't so strong now, people, huh? Oh, I, I seen that game, and I was filled with joy just to see Sam Darnold back throwing them things down the field to Robbie Anderson and uh, Le'Veon Bell running the ball, and for them to get that win against the Dallas Cowboys, it definitely felt good. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers defeated the L.A. Chargers 24-17. Chargers lost five of the last six home primetime games. Um, and the Green Bay Packers defeated the Detroit Lions 23-22 in a controversial game. And the Packers are 17-3 versus Lions at home since 2000. Now, the teams that were on by were the Chicago Bears, the Indianapolis Colts, the Oakland Raiders, and the Buffalo Bills. All right. Now we can go, we can talk about the week seven preview ladies and gentlemen yes 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 let's talk about it baby 
All right. Uh, well, we had Thursday night football. Even though Patrick Mahomes got injured, the Chiefs were able to defeat the Denver Broncos 32-6. Head coach Andy Reid wins 200 regular season game. And by the way, Patrick Mahomes is only out for three weeks. So he'll be back very, very soon. All right. So Sunday at 1 o'clock, we have the um, uh, the LA Rams going up against the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons, four consecutive wins versus the Rams. Then we have the Miami Dolphins, excuse me, going up against the Buffalo Bills. Bills won six of the last seven home games versus the Dolphins. Then we have the Jacksonville Jaguars going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. Jaguars are 1-4 in the last five games versus the Bengals. And I always do this. I never give the predictions. I'm sorry, people. All right. So I got the Rams, the Fleet, and the Falcons. Todd Gurley's back this week, um, and I believe that will be a major factor. Uh, I believe the Bills will improve to a 5-1 start. Um, I believe the Jaguars will defeat the Bengals. Uh, it'll be a close game, though. Um, then we have the Minnesota Vikings going up against the Detroit Lions at 1 o'clock. Uh, Vikings are 0-2 versus divisional opponents this season. And I believe they'll be 0-3 when the uh, Detroit Lions defeat the Minnesota Vikings because they're angry of what happened last week, and I believe they'll be able to get the, get the dub this week. Then uh, we'll have the Oakland Raiders going up against the Green Bay Packers at one o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, and then Packers are seven. They have seven consecutive consecutive wins against the Raiders, and that'll all come to an end because it's upset alert week, baby. I believe the Oakland Raiders will defeat the Green Bay Packers by three. And they'll prove to a four and two. I believe uh, they'll shock a lot of people over the weekend. Um, the Houston Texans will be going up against the Indianapolis Colts, battle for first place in the AFC South. And I believe uh, the Colts will surprise people as well uh, in this game. But I believe the Houston Texans will pull out the win in a overtime. Then we have the battle of rookie quarterbacks. Kyler Murray and Daniel Jones, Arizona Cardinals going up against the New York football Giants. Um, I believe the Giants will win. I'm hoping they win. Um, but you never know. Defense hasn't been looking too good, but the offense uh, with Ingram back, with uh, Barkley back, um, should help Jones out a, a lot. So uh, as long as the defense can stay intact, I believe the New York football Giants will defeat the Arizona Cardinals. Um, tomorrow night, not tomorrow night, tomorrow in the afternoon, basically today, because it's uh, already uh, Sunday. Then we had the undefeated San Francisco 49ers going up against the Washington Redskins. 49ers are 4-1 versus Redskins since 2008, and I believe the 49ers will stay undefeated when they defeat the Washington Redskins, when they whoop the Washington Redskins. All right, um, then we had the L.A. Chargers going up against the Tennessee Titans. Chargers won 11 of the last 12 games versus Titans, including playoffs. 
This was a hard one to pick. Um, but I believe the LA Chargers will be able to pull this close one out. Um, then we have, uh, these are four o'clock games now, ladies and gentlemen, just so you know. Um, but yeah, um, oh, and don't forget Mariota is benched. So if you have him in your fantasy team, put him in your bench there as well. Because Tannehill will be starting, probably be benched as well. And Mariota will be back. Yes, I do believe Mariota will eventually be back sometime in this game, but I believe they'll still lose. Um, then at 425, we have the New Orleans Saints going up against the Chicago Bears. Teddy Bridgewater won seven of the last eight road starts. Uh, but I believe that'll come to an end. I believe the Chicago, the Chicago Bears should um, eventually... They their defense and I believe uh I believe Trubisky will be playing so that helped too and I believe Chicago Bears will defeat the New Orleans Saints. Then we have uh, the Baltimore Ravens going up against the Seattle Seahawks. Earl Thomas the third returns to Seattle for the first time and I believe it'll be uh, revenge for him because I believe he'll have an interception or sack or first fumble. On uh, Russell Wilson, I believe the Ravens will win this game. Um, and then we have Sunday Night Football. Let's get it, people. We have the Philadelphia, my Philadelphia Eagles going against, going up against them sorry-ass Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are 19. They had 19 home wins since 2016, tied third in the most. Well, guess what? They're going to stay at 19 because my, my Philadelphia Eagles will defeat them by at least three or a touchdown. And uh, some of you call him CJ. I call him Carson Wentz. Welcome, welcome to him. He's going to put it on them boys. I believe uh, Carson Wentz would throw at least three or four pass touchdowns, 300 yards, probably an interception. And I believe our defense will be able to get to Dak Prescott. Stop uh, Ezekiel Elliott when it counts. Um, and not let Amari Cooper do too much. You know, he's injured, so he probably won't be able to do too much anyways. Um, and then we have uh, Monday Night Football. We got my, well, not mine. <laughs> we got the New England Patriots going up against the New York Jets. Patriots won 15 of the last 17 games versus Jets. One seven straight. I believe it will be eight straight. I believe the New England Patriots will improve to a 7-0. and And the teams on by this week are the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Cleveland Browns, the Carolina Panthers, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And they all will be playing against next week. Uh, the Miami Dolphins, the New England Patriots, the San Francisco 49ers, and the Tennessee Titans. All right, people. Um, don't forget, I'm going to give you the preview for next week. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give you uh definitely going to give you um Thursday Night Football with the Washington Redskins going up against the Minnesota Vikings. Um. I believe the Minnesota Vikings will be able to defeat the Washington Redskins with no trouble at all. Um, we got uh, <clears throat> Sunday Night Football is is it will be uh, the Green Bay Packers going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. Too bad Patrick Mahomes won't be able to play. Uh, Monday Night Football beat Miami Dolphins going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
And the teams on by next week are the Dallas Cowboys and the Baltimore Ravens. Um, but then for week nine, Cowboys will face off against the Giants and Ravens will face off against New England. So that's what it is, people. That's what it is. Um, I'm going to check out the news for you guys. Um, I don't think it's anything really big. I think I talked about it all. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing really to be in awe about. Um, but um, who, let's talk about who went up and who went down this week. Woo-wee. All right, people, who went up? <laughs> Who went up this week? Yes. I would have to go with a certain someone. With a certain somebody. Which would have to be Dougie P, baby. It would have to be good old Philadelphia Eagles head coach. Doug Peterson, by after getting their their butts kicked this past Sunday to the Minnesota Vikings, shortly after he said, I guarantee, I guarantee we will beat the Dallas Cowboys next week. That's the confidence you have to have, and I hope that confidence carries on through. I hope it carried on throughout the week, and I hope it carries on to Sunday night's game. Um, and who went? down this week would have to be the Kansas City Chiefs head coach Andy Reid for allowing Patrick Mahomes to have and to do a quarterback sneak knowing he has a messed up knee uh, sorry a messed up uh, uh, ankle sorry about that all right it was his knee, though. I get it all. But if, you're, if your ankle ain't working, if your ankle don't have the strength, what's the next thing that has the strength? And that would be your, your knee. Um, so it, it makes perfect sense. And you should never put your quarterback in that danger, especially a franchise quarterback at that, like, like a Patrick Mahomes. He's not only the franchise quarterback, he's the NFL's quarterback. He is the face of the NFL. Um, you, yeah, you could go from the Madden curse to whatever you want to say, but uh, at the end of the day, we just got to thank, thank the good Lord that uh, Patrick Mahomes is only out for three weeks. So, yeah, um, thank God he's only out for three weeks, and he's not out for more time. So, yeah. That's who went up and who went down. And I got a bone to pick with Donald J. Trump real quick. I really do. How I read a tweet. I'm on uh, social media. I went Twitter. I was on Twitter. And um, I read a tweet. <laughs> Donald Trump says, well, if Yankees win, if Yankees win game five and six, no, I think it was if I win game, if Yankees win game five, I'll show up to game six or seven in support of them. Thanks a lot, Donald Trump. Now we're out of the damn playoffs after you made that comment. No, it just wasn't our year, guys. It just wasn't our year, guys. Um, oh, like I said, 
better luck next year, and hopefully we can uh, make it next year. I know what well, Yankees obviously will make it to the playoffs with some key changes and whatnot, but uh, hopefully we can make it to the World Series. Like I said, I'm hoping Washington Nationals can pull it out, but uh, we'll see what happens. I wouldn't be surprised if the Astros pulled it out. I'd be more surprised if the Nationals actually won it. Um, so, yeah. So, people, right now I am being interrupted by my wife. I don't know what's going on. But she wants to talk to you guys, so let's see what she wants to say. Hello, everyone. It's me, the wife. Um, But uh, I don't know what he was talking to you guys about, about me. But recently, the, last week, mm-hmm. last week we had our baby shower. And um, we went all the way down um, to where I was raised for us to be with our family and celebrate you know our baby shower with the family so we got a lot of gifts we got you know a baby bath we got a bassinet um a playpen we got a lot of diapers and a lot a lot of clothes so the baby's set until he's like nine months for like every day until he's nine months but um yeah, we're very grateful and happy for everything that we got that day. We had so much fun. Cake was excellent. But yeah, just wanted to say hi and let you guys know how our baby shower went and everything that we got. We had a lot of fun and I hope you guys enjoy the podcast of today. Podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. Look, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look like that. I was like, I did it wrong. <laughs> and I tell them only bad things about you. I, so. I know. I can't imagine. No, no. They probably think I'm the worst. <laughs> yeah. Human being in the world. They send me emails. They say, "Oh my god, do you need help?" (laughs) (laughs) No, just kidding. All good things. All good things. Good. Thank you for that, my love. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you more. Yeah, yeah. Bye, everyone. So (sighs) we can go back to uh, talk about we're talking about. Does my lovely wife? I love her so much. I think I talk about her at least every time I do this podcast. Uh, but like she was saying, yeah, we got a lot of stuff for the baby shower, a lot of great things. Um, it was it was truly a blessing, truly a blessing to experience that since we're both time first first time being parents. Um, to a baby boy. Um, baby baby MJ is uh gonna be born. Supposedly by the do- the great doctors we have, um, December twenty second. So uh, hopefully that's that's the right thing. Hopefully, um, other than that, uh, it was great just being with family. Uh, you know, reminiscing, just talking. You know, talking about memories and stuff like that. I had my dad there. Had uh, my grandma, my sisters, my mom. Um, the ones that raised me because uh, my biological mom died. Well, passed away. Sorry, she passed away um 2013. Um, but all my life, my my aunt raised me. I call her my mom. Um, she raised me with my dad, which was my. They were married together, and then you know they separated. So, but definitely good contact. Always been in contact with them. You know, they're my parents. Um. You know, my, like I said, my sisters, my grandma, uh, my brother was there, um, you know, and just having her family there as well. They've definitely, they have, I have them in my heart a whole lot because they, 
they've done a whole lot for me as well. So, you know, I'm truly, truly blessed, truly blessed to have those people in my life. And MJ is blessed to have them in their life. So is my wife, you know. Um, it was a great, great time. Um, definitely just seeing what, what he's going to have. And then, like, and that's the good thing about baby showers, like, when you get doing this stuff, because it's like, all right, all right, this is what you got him, all right, thank you. Now we can be like, all right, all right, baby, let's sit down. Let's see what, what else we need to get this little boy before he comes into the world. So, yeah, which we have already done, and we're just starting to save up a little money so we could just finish getting the stuff that he needs. Um, but, yeah, uh, winter's coming. Ain't the biggest fan. I'm, I love fall. I love summer. I love spring. But winter, me and winter, we just ain't best friends. That's it. <laughs> we ain't best friends. Um, but then, um, other than that, it's been a great weekend. Yeah, Yankees lost, but uh, I think just watching football makes up for it, I guess. Um, Penn State won tonight. They won a close game, 28-21. They beat Michigan. Um, what else? Uh, well, Friday, I, I had to get a new phone. My other phone cracked and whatnot. Uh, so I got a new phone. Um Happy with it. Um, that was Friday. Uh, today, well, Saturday. Um, just watching, watching Yankees and Penn State play. Um, did a couple of errands tomorrow. Got to watch clothes. Gonna watch some football games during the day. Um, and then the Eagles play at night, which is great. So I get to watch a Eagles primetime game against the Cowboys. Be a little trash talking, get a, probably get a little physical. And uh, like I said, I believe my Eagles will get the W and uh, will be number one in the NFC East. Um, then we have uh, Monday. My wife turns 31 weeks of pregnancy, which is very exciting. I cannot wait for that. Um, one one extra week means a less less. Less of another week we have to wait for our baby boy. Um, then that's Monday, you know, Monday Night Raw, the usual. Um, Tuesday, WWE 2K20 drops. I already pre ordered it. Um, so I'm definitely, definitely got to go to GameStop and go grab it, grab it up, and uh, play it the same day, most likely. Depending how long it takes to download. Then um, after that, after I do that, um, you know, basketball season starts and um, the World Series starts all the same day. So I believe they're going to have another segment of the WWE backstage. Then Wednesday, you have NXT and AEW Dynamite. Um, Thursday, Thursday Night Football. Uh, World Series, basketball season, hockey, all of it, people. And then, you know, it's a cycle now. <laughs> right now, you got the World Series, you got hockey, you got basketball and football just on one time. But then the World Series is finished, but then you still got hockey, basketball, and football. So no matter what, there's going to be a sport on what one day. 
So, and it's going to be exciting. Um, been catching up, catching up on the uh, uh, sorry, XFL as well. I haven't picked the team yet. I want to like look at uh, not the players they got, but like where they're going to play in the stadiums, the jerseys. You know, because it's not the NFL. When I was a kid, I just oh, Eagles fan. My whole family's Cowboys. Cowboys are um, and I got like one or two of Giants. And my uncle's, he's the only Eagle fan, and then I'm an Eagle fan. On my dad's side, it's my dad's a Steelers fan, and all of them are like Eagles fans, and like two or three are Giants. So, yeah. Um, but people, I tell you, um, let let's see. I don't know who I'm gonna pick. I do. I haven't really sat down to check out the teams and stuff like that. You know, busy with uh. MJ on the way, but I do know the season starts for the XFL in uh February, so probably right after the Super Bowl. So uh, should be exciting. Hope I catch some of it because you know that's around the time where all right, we just found out who won the Royal Rumble. Um, and, you know people, that's when we start starting to really see who's going into the Hall of Fame, what's going to happen at WrestleMania. So, a little bit of everything. So, and then the basketball season, you're starting to see who's going to make it to the playoffs. You got uh, All-Star weekend, and uh, soon baseball will be right around the corner. So, it's uh, very exciting. Um, It's going to be very exciting, and uh, I'll keep you guys updated like always. Can't wait to talk to you guys next week again. And thank you for listening to the Mark Cologne podcast. Thank you. And you guys have a great weekend and week. See you next weekend. I love you guys.